Sometimes too much information is a bad thing. This can lead to analysis paralysis, information overload, even imposter syndrome. But I have today on the podcast five key factors that if you focus on these items, first and foremost, you could start any project, you can launch any business, and you can manage well just enough to get into the process to learn, get the feedback from the real world, get information you need to continue developing the process. This is the start. This is the launch. I have a real world story to tell you today. Young man that came to my office, discussion on how to get started. And the information overload was erased and replaced with confidence in what he was doing. It's Saturday. I'm in the office. You know what that means. The Saturday Morning Hustle Podcast. Outworking the competition while they still sleep. Here we go. We're going to talk about five key issues today. Differentiation, position, audience, setting and meeting expectations, and focus. Those five items will lead you to the information you need in order to complete your project, your business, etc. We're going to start with a story of a young man who came to my office overwhelmed with too much information. I'm going to tell you how I, let, I walked him through this process, what I learned in that process of how to simplify, and how he moved forward and how you can do the same as well. So a young man named Antonio called me recently. He had taken a class at MetroTech, the how to start a business class, that myself and my business partner, Pritch Pritchard, teach once a semester. We teach the marketing component, the one-day marketing class of a multiple-part class at MetroTech on how to start a business. This person, Antonio, had taken this class previously, two years previous. He had then done a lot of research on his own and had bought a franchise. And this is a um, kitchen, counter, bathroom, resurfacing type business. So resurfacing countertops, tubs, showers, etc. A manual labor job, something that Antonio was interested in doing. He had some background in it. He was also a home inspector and did some other things in the construction field that made a lot of sense to add this to his portfolio. He wanted to go on his own, have his own business, had been taking the classes, had been listening to podcasts, had been reading blog posts, had purchased this franchise, and he received an 800-page manual on how to start and run this business. Way too much, very intimidating. His only recourse, the only person he knew he could talk to was myself. He said, I'm going to call up the guy who took the class, the marketing guy, and I'm going to ask him where I get started. And I reward Antonio for his bravery in that in that pursuit. This is a story that it just happened recently, but I just recounted this story on my business podcast on the Golden Group Neo Marketing Podcast that is currently out now. You can check that out wherever you find great podcasts as well for a more nuts and bolts uh, business discussion on the advice that we gave Antonio. But I'm going to give you guys that advice today. And again, right off what I said off the top, it's going to be focused on five key factors, differentiation, position, audience, setting and meeting expectations and focus. It's that simple. If you understand how these things all together go together to give you the base of what can be a business. So Antonio had spent two years of taking classes, collecting information, and was literally overwhelmed when he got this 800-page book. And this book covered everything, not just how to actually use the products and service uh, uh, tools for the service, how to resurface, uh, re 
Oh man, see, I'm like confused. Like my my terminology for um, construction is all wrong. Resurfacing countertops, bathtubs, showers, etc. A a very construction specific industry. He also, again, like I mentioned earlier, was in the home inspection business. This book not only covered those aspects of how to run the business, it included brand, products and services, the SWAT. You've never been explained what a SWAT is. It might be very intimidating to you. Even people who know and have been through SWATs are sometimes intimidated by how to do it and how to get effective information from it. Uh, audience development, advertising, and I mean all kinds of advertising, print, radio, television, digital, social, all of it was in there. Public relations, which if you aren't a trained public relations professional, so that's something you could pick up very easily, especially if your full-time job is in construction or some other trade that is not associated with public relations. And then sales. And a lot of people have trouble with sales. I'm not a great salesperson myself. Some people are, some people aren't. Training that by reading from a book is not the easiest way to train someone on how to do sales. So there was a lot here. It was very confusing. It was very uh, overwhelming. And it really set Antonio in the wrong direction and made him hesitant to get started because he didn't think he could master all of it from the beginning. And that was the fallacy because you don't need to master all of that from the beginning. You need the five keys items that we're going to talk about today. Those two items, the five items that I'm going to talk about today, were on the first two pages of this manual. So essentially, he had an 800-page manual that has 798 wasted pages of intimidation factor that Antonio wasn't going to be able to to digest and turn into action plans because it was simply too much. But during this course of this conversation I'm about to have with you right now on the podcast, he quickly understood it, had a grasp on it, had a mastery of it, and felt confident in moving forward with these five steps as opposed to the 800-page document. That's what I want to convey to you today. You can do the same thing as well. You don't have to be intimidated or held back by too much information. Obviously, if you don't have enough information, it's easy to be held back and you understand you need to get more information. Having too much information is how do I manage this? Where do I start? And there's no singular answer that's correct. That's why it was intimidating. That's why we're having a discussion today on the podcast. So number one, the number one factor to think about where to start at, where to focus at all times is differentiation. One of my favorite words, your brand, product, and or service differentiation. Be an alternative. Keep it simple as a launch, as a startup when your business is new. You can expand upon it later. The simplest version of what you do, the value proposition, what you're offering, what the product or service is, what it does for the consumer, and how you do it differently is the key to beginning the process of establishing audience and bringing business to you. Anyone can say they're better. In fact, most people tell you they're better simply because it's them doing it, because I'm a smart guy or girl, or because I'm willing to work hard, or simply because I think I found some shortcut or trick to do it better. But better is subjective. It's not the same to everyone Someone's definition of what is some is better when it comes to counter resurfacing is very vague. It's not defined. But being different is a way to 
let someone know what it is about doing business with you that specifically they can expect. We'll talk about expectations later by hiring you or purchasing your product or service. Differentiation allows people to be drawn to the way you do business in a way that they like to do business. Now, many people will be an opposite of drawn to you. They'll be pushed in a different direction because what they're needing is not what you're providing. And that's fine. And I know it sounds strange to think we're going to push away business, but we're going to need to push away business that isn't appropriate for the way that you do business. In this case, he's a sole proprietor. He's a very small company. He didn't need massive jobs. He needs singular jobs. He needed things that were specific to what he could accomplish with his set of skills, with his set of tools, with how many hours in a day he has to actually work in the business. He didn't need to attract all kinds of other attention that wouldn't lead to the to the types of jobs he was capable of executing on. So setting himself apart. In this case, being small, being new, being a sole proprietor, he is different than massive companies, is different than more established companies, and different than companies that have a fleet of trucks and a ton of people working and may send two, three, four, five, 10, 15 guys to your job site. He's a sole proprietor. He's the single guy. But when you get there, he'll be talking directly to the owner. He's someone who can make a deal, who someone can offer you a discount, who can provide you the customer service necessary because he doesn't need to ask anyone else because he is the boss and the laborer. These are things that set him apart from his competitors. These are differentiations. Understanding, don't try to be better, be different, and then explain what is different about you as simply and concisely as possible. The simplest way of defining what you do in a different way is the beginning of your brand presence, a beginning of your process. You do that now. You start with, here's what we do. And here's what to expect from us. Keep it simple. You can elaborate. You can expand upon it later. As you define even better what it is you do, why it's valuable to people who have appreciated your product or service, and then what they tell you about what they're attracted to, what they're looking for, what their expectations are as the consumer, you can fine tune, you can develop, you can expand upon that marketing message on the brand presence itself, you don't have to start with a perfect brand with perfect marketing and everything fully developed. You start with the simplest version, specifically about your differentiation, what sets you apart from your competitors, and then you get out in the world and get after it. So the follow-up to that is, once you understand your differentiation, you didn't understand your position versus your competition. Your position is the place within your industry where you place yourself. Are you at the high end or the low end? Are you in the customer service spectrum, in the price spectrum? Do you have a different technology? What factors that go into your business set you apart from your competition and how does it compare to your competition? You have to understand what other people in your space, people competing for the same attention, the same dollars, are doing how they present themselves based on their strengths and weaknesses, their differentiation. Then you have to define yourself by your strengths, 
your weaknesses, your differentiation, how you match up against them is your position. Are you positioned to the more expensive side or the less expensive side? Are you the quicker to offer service or slower to offer service? Have you have a single item or multiple items? Is it the low cost provider or is it the most expensive aspect of the business? Everywhere in those X, Y axis is a position for you to take. Take the one that is truly specific to you, to the assets you have in place, to, the, to your strengths and weaknesses of the organizations and the individual invo- involved, and stick to it in order to avoid confusion in the market. Set yourself apart, differentiation, understand your position, and stay there until something changes. If you add staff, if you add tools, if you add technology, if something changes that you can that you need to change your position because it's advantageous to you, you can, or you can expand your company and stay in a position that is already beneficial to you. But understand how you stack up against your competition, what their offering is, how you can make your offer different. And then for the rest of that conversation, ignore the competition. So yes, understand your competition, be aware of how they sell themselves, their products, their services, their strengths, their weaknesses, and you can decide what their weaknesses are, but the things they talk about and don't talk about in their marketing, and then ignore that and do what you do best. Stick with your strengths, avoid things that you're weak at, stick with your position and your differentiation. Don't worry about the competition. Do not adjust your position based on what other people are doing in your industry. Establish your position and then stick with it. Now, we're talking about competition. We're talking about differentiation. You have to understand your audience. Who is it you're selling to? Now, the more focused you can be on your audience, who they are specifically, the better. Not simply anyone in construction, not simply men or women, people that live in Oklahoma, people who buy cars, people who own houses. That's not specific enough. It's not going to get you where you need to be. But being very, very specific to who is the person based on demographics, based on home ownership, based on other economic factors, education factors, societal factors, social factors, all kinds of information to tell you how people make decisions. When you understand the person most likely to say yes to your product or service, to relate to your brand, to understand and appreciate and value your differentiation, that's the person you want to do business with because you will provide the service at the level they expect. Again, we'll talk about expectations next. And you can, can all you have to do at that point is simply execute the way you told them you would. Do that by understanding your audience as specifically as possible. Don't try to throw a wide net. Everyone is not your audience. Don't you ever say that everyone is your audience unless you're selling oxygen or gravity, which none of you are. Everyone is not your audience. The more specific you can be, the better. The person most likely to say yes. Then as you do business with them, solicit and listen to their feedback. What is it that attracted you to our company? What is it that you attracted you to our product or business? Did we get this messaging right? Did we get the channels right? Did we get the communication right? What should we do more of? What should we do less of? You can find that out by simply asking your current client because your current client is the model of your future client. Don't shotgun all over the place. Simply go to what's working and replicate that over and over again until you literally exhaust 
all of the potential audience that is that type of person, that specific. Then you can expand out from the center out one degree at a time. Don't go randomly trying to go and develop nuances that have nothing to do with your current audience. Stay with the one who's most likely to say yes. The reason that's important is when you have a new business, when you're developing audience, you're going to hear more no's than yeses. It's not because you suck at your job. It's just how the, the system works. It happens to me. It happens to everyone. More no's than yes, which can get frustrating. It can burn you out really quick. You can think that you're doing something wrong or missing the mark and try to renegotiate in your own mind some of the things we've already talked about and already established. Understand you'll get more no's than yeses, which is why when you find the combination that gets you a yes, spend all your time and focus there and not trying to create a second or third or fourth way to get to a yes. Adjust accordingly based on what got you the yes, what attracted them, what made it worthwhile, and what made them want to hire you again so that you can replicate it and expand from the center out. The no's that you receive, and you'll receive more than you get of the yes, will also inform you of the things that you shouldn't do, the things you should avoid, the things you should stay away from, and continue to push you towards what gets you the yes. That is the key. All of that, again, is if you attract the right audience in the right way based on your business differentiation, on the strengths and weaknesses of the individuals involved, on the promise delivered in your position, if you understand your audience correctly, if they're attracted to you for all those reasons in order to buy your product or hire you for your services, now all you have to do is do your job as you told them you would. That is point number four, setting and meeting expectations. This is the day-to-day, in and out, over and over again, way you run a successful business. Set and then meet expectations. It's that simple. If you have set yourself apart with differentiation, if you understand your position in the industry, if you understand your audience and you have attracted the right person for the right reasons, All you have to do is set media expectation. You'll have a happy customer. You'll have a referral source. You'll have someone who will pass you on to other people. You'll have a repeatable business. Repeatable business is the most profitable form of business. And you create a snowball of success for yourself. If you do these four things, set and meet expectation being the fourth item in that list, all you have to do is show up and do the work the way you promised. Easy to do easy to manage setting and meeting expectations. If you tell them that you're the quickest, be the quickest. If you tell them that you have the best customer service, provide the best customer service. If you tell them that you get to talk specifically directly to the owner, make sure that that is the case every time. If you tell them you can get it done in 24 hours or eight hours or two hours or the next day, must be able to do it. Sometimes things in the world happen. You can't make it happen. Explain to them why. Communicate to them. Be a partner. Be in a business relationship with them. Just don't simply act like it's not important because in their mind, all they know is you set and then fail to meet an expectation. Let them know that the real world gets in your way occasionally, that you very much attempted to meet that expectation. And if you were given a chance in the future, you would be able to meet that expectation. Set and meet expectations. And then tomorrow, set and meet the next day, set and meet. And the next day, set and meet. And ultimately, how these four items work in your favor to get a business launched, 
to get information out into the world, to get information back from feedback, see what's working, what's not, making your adjustments, understanding your differentiation, your position, understanding your consumer better, understand how you set a meeting expectation. All of this comes from focus. Focus is the key. If you're willing to focus, if you're willing to learn the lessons, the adjustments necessary, what the feedback is from the real world, make those adjustments so you continue to talk more likely to the person to say yes than the person most likely to say no. And you will hustle with focus. Don't try to get every job. Get the jobs, the right jobs, the best jobs, the best clients, the ones that make the most sense, the ones who like the differentiation of your business, the ones who understand your expectation, and then you can meet that expectation and then repeat that business. If you can build a business where you set and meet expectations, you repeat it on a regular basis, the repeatable business, which is the most profitable business, makes you highly, highly, potentially successful. Not just everyone is your customer, the best customer that you can then set and meet an expectation. That should make perfect sense to you. At this point in the conversation, it made perfect sense to Antonio as well. We set aside the 800-page manual. Everything he needed were in the first two pages. He understood the process. He understood all he really had to do was be himself, to explain himself correctly, to understand the right consumer, the right customer for him, set, meet expectation, work hard, show up, stay focused. That focus could allow him to ignore the other 798 pages of advice in that book. All of the things that he had in his head that was confusing him and intimidating him before this conversation, focus allowed him to ignore that, stick on these items, which made sense, a ton of logic behind why they would be beneficial to launching his new business. And then all he has to do is do good work, at the expectation he sets for himself. That's not hard. It's not complicated. If you think of it like that, if you have extreme focus and then a willingness to put the work in, you got to hustle, you got to grind, you got to prove it every day with every customer, with every client, with every opportunity. You have to treat it like your biggest, best opportunity in order to create the next two, three, five, ten, five hundred opportunities by setting a meeting expectation. There it is. Five key focus points right there. Focus being the fifth one. Focus being the most important one. Focus being what makes it all work. Focus, hustle, get to work. Now you understand. Hopefully, I simplified that here in less than 25 minutes here on the podcast. I really hope that that helps you if you would like to know more. If you want to ask some questions, you want some more depth in any of these topics or anything else we've ever talked about on the podcast, of course, hit me up in the comments below, however you find the podcast, on social media, etc. And I would love to continue to have this conversation with you about the five key factors to starting any and all business and how to get over information overload, analysis paralysis, and, if, and imposter syndrome. So make sure you listen to the podcast each and every Saturday. Anchor app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Podchaser, YouTube, anywhere you find great podcasts. Stream, subscribe, leave a review, leave a comment, share with a friend. would really appreciate that as well. Make sure you get your Saturday morning hustle, Entrepreneur AF, and coffee and donut swag. I'm sporting the white long sleeve non-hoodie sweatshirt today. It's new in the Saturday morning hustle swag store. And the lovely young lady at Taste of Soul Egg Rolls in Midwest City, you know my guys, my people over there, the Blys, amazing entrepreneurs. I go there on a regular basis for lunch. Last time I was in there, the lovely young lady behind the counter, the very cool 
much younger than I, millennial, said, the white sweatshirt is tough. I'm assuming tough is pretty cool. So you can get your own white t-shirt, white sweatshirt, hoodies, hats, all that good stuff on the Saturday Morning Hustle swag store. Follow on social media, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and the new Saturday Morning Hustle Facebook page, not just my Facebook page, the Saturday Morning Hustle page on Facebook as well. Hit a like on that so that you can follow along and always be informed of all of the episode updates. So don't miss the latest episode of Professional Balance, the bonus series of the Saturday Morning Hustle. It's the podcast series within the series that I do on the last Monday of every month. The current issue, the current episode is about branding. More now or more later. A little bit of what we conversation we talked about here today. There's a 30-minute in-depth conversation about how you balance, how much time, money, effort, budget you put into branding as you launch and after you get a business running. An interesting conversation. Make sure you check that out on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, anywhere you find a great podcast. The next episode will drop this Monday, the last Monday of the month. You have to tune in to find out what the subject will be. I haven't decided yet. Of course, you can always find all information about the podcast, every past episode, and all the social media posts on SaturdayMorningHustle.com. The swag is there as well. It's Saturday. I'm in the office. This is the Saturday Morning Hustle. Out working in competition while they still sleep. See you next week. Saturday. Keep chasing your dreams